Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. Oh, we're live. How are we, boys? I think. There you go. Hey. Where's my thing? Hey. hey. How are we? Two weeks in a row now you couldn't find your thing. Well, hey. <laughs> I'm going straight in, no kissing. A libation, puff of all. Might need a little bit of the cure after last night. Just a little bit. Just a little sip. Or did you buy a championship belt, did you? No, no, no. We were very reasonable last night with all our purchases, except for me buying this Yeti mic that I already yeah. owned. <laughs> <laughs> and I did all my crazy purchasing the other night, so we're all good. I'm sitting in one of my purchases right now. Big old chair. Fun Did you time. get that from Unnamed Toy Company? Unnamed Toy Company, yeah. Friendly how'd neighborhood you, toy company. How'd you find it? It's grand, yeah. Um, a lot more comfortable when you take the neck rest off. I was having severe buyer's remorse the minute I sat in it. I was like, oh no. But then uh, I took the neck rest off and we're good to go. That's okay. Yeah, you do one at the bottom, one at the top, is it? Ooh, what's this, Rory? It's Rory's uh, flight simulator. The flight setup. simulator thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's got the uh, stream deck as well. Is that your setup? Ooh. Holy shit balls well rory is a computer man so does he know how to fix computers like other than turning it off and turning it back on again he actually knows a second method believe it or not oh wow oh. there's a second method i didn't know either but he knows them i don't I want mean, to know i don't I care to know these working in technical support for years like a story <laughs> yeah. right oh there's actually two you clear the cache Whoa. control <laughs> alt delete a third one it's not a comic include <laughs> emote mind blown but, so when do you go to that? Is that after you've turned it off and again and again and then cleared the cache and then done control alt delete? What do you do then? Do you, you have to cry? your ankles three times in a row turning around saying I want to go home? Pretty much. Keep hitting it. Yeah, yeah that that's, works that's, too. Yeah, that usually yeah. does the trick. Yeah. That's all four tactics. I've never heard of any other ones. <laughs> yeah. So if it doesn't work then you got to buy a new one. Yes, the last resort, Jordan. Take a hammer to it. <laughs> that is nice though. How are you finding flight sim with those controls? Because... It can be tough with the uh, the keyboard controls. Like, Have you landed it in Croke Park yet? That's no, I might, I, might, I might do it tonight. Oh, I did make a, not an extravagant purchase, but I did ma- make a under the influence of alcohol purchase last night after our stream. Ooh. So I started, as I do after I get off stream, I search Twitch for people playing Metal Gear Solid and I watch them play it. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> and um, I was watching a guy playing it and he was playing the PS1 version. I was like, you know what? I'm going to download that. Spent a cool 10 euro. It's no, it's no winged eagle, but I bought myself the original version on PC, so I might stream that later. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. The original version with all the shitty graphics and uh, no first person. So you can, you can look in first person, but you can't use weapons in first person. That's the proper PS1 way. The <laughs> proper limitations. So we might, might, do, uh, might have a little dance with death with that one later. Anyways, Gordo's not here. Did you watch uh-huh. that stream from that Twitch girl with, what, 2.4 million followers? No, I wouldn't be into that sort of thing myself now. No. I, I breeze watched like two minutes of it and I was like, there is absolute filth and depravity out there beyond even my wildest imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're getting away with it. It's incredible what, the, what you can get away with on Twitch. You can't play the credits to Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes without getting a strike. But apparently you can, um, how would you describe it? Softcore uh, Software virtual porn. whore. Yeah. 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 Software yeah. porn. Yeah. <laughs> Look, fair play to them. Secure the money. If people are willing to pay, people are paying the money, take the money. I say, mm-hmm. fair play oh, to yeah. you. Um, so, oh, by the way, we're doing a hot tub stream later. 
So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All of us that are old bathtubs. Just yeah. <laughs> really depressing lighting and everything. Low res <laughs> webcams. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> uh, virtual horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's what she is up to, Jordan, at the moment. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> not a, actually, do you know what? Nowhere near as bad as some of the other stuff you see on there. So fair play to them. I'm not judging. Oh, fair I'm play. judging. I'm judging hard. I like literally I said a two minute breeze watch where I skipped it was a six hour fucking stream. Firstly, yeah. how can anyone stream for six hours? Bless yeah. you, Steve. I know you do it yeah, for the gaming. Mainly because you were drunk. But that's yeah. okay. This girl is not drunk. And she did okay, this thing at the end where she was looking through like banned people and their like apologies or like explanation for what they did. And it was just pure cringe from everyone's side. Nobody mm. came out of that looking good. Yeah. Oh, so- Except for her, who took a shitload of fucking idiots' monies. So, good times. Bless an idiot and there's money are easily parted. Oh, man. Welcome to Twitch. Good time. (laughs) That that live stream last night when I stumbled across it was uh, across it? Across it? You Uh, were good. I word good. Sentence, Mick. Um, It was 14,000 live viewers. Most we've ever had was 14. I thought that was a nice little touch. (laughs) Yeah, 14,000. You know, that's a... I mean, that'd probably get us to partner, but um, no, that's it's an impossible dream at the moment. Anyway, Gordo's not here. Um, something wrong with his throat. He did, a, he did a rough weekend and his throat isn't holding up too well. Yep. I think his knees are sore as well from what I heard, but that might be mm-hmm. unrelated. What actually is it? Something The dentist, isn't it? He, he went got, to the dentist yesterday yeah. and he got some work, some work done. He has more to do, but yeah, it's not the best after it. Mm-hmm. So Gordo Nobody ever likes going to the dentist. They sure don't. Um... So myself, Nikki, and Steve. There we are. Breaking. What? Reports that three people have left mandatory hotel quarantine in way. Brilliant. Well, that when... was inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're never getting out of this. Ever. Good times. Lockdown harder, stupid. Lockdown harder. Lockdown. I can't wait for lockdown with a vengeance. Ooh. Yeah. That's coming out next year, I believe. Are we right? not already on lockdown <laughs> with a vengeance? Oh, we are on lockdown with a vengeance. Oh. What's the lockdown 4.0? 4.0. Shit, what's that? <laughs> oh, it's, That's when his daughter gets kidnapped, is it? Yeah, and it's the whole world. So does that mean, you know, Leo gets kidnapped and we have to save him? So it went from like building to airport to entire city to entire oh, globe. The, the name of the fourth one is even more applicable. Live free or lock hard, lock down hard. There you go. <laughs> and what's the fifth one called? A good day to lockdown. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. We're off to a flyer. How are are the men anyway? Ah, yeah. Usual shit. Another busy week in work, so, you know. Yeah. Good times. I took Friday off. I I, I took Monday and Tuesday off, and I still had a busy week at work. (laughs) Jesus. There were launches. To lock two down. (laughs) Lockdown Tokyo Drift. Ah, uh, lockdown hubs and shawl. There's a, they're all there. Um, I don't know what else is going on in the world other than lockdowns. Don't think we've any news. Not much really no. happening in the world. Really, it's been a fairly quiet week. I left the house for the first time yesterday just to go for a drive to Tesco. That was the highlight of my week. Huge. Was it overcrowded? Um, surprisingly, not actually. Clamell was reasonably quiet at uh, eight o'clock yesterday evening. I also went to Tesco yesterday. It was really busy when I got there, but it was grand when I was leaving. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all the excitement we have from Ireland today. Yep. Well, yeah, all went to supermarkets. So. And, and I did get burned today. yesterday as well because I went for a, I decided to go for a walk at lunchtime as I usually try to do. 
got about 200 yards from my house. And when I left, it was blue skies out. 200 yards later, I was getting with hailstones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I looked, caught up with the one of the group chats on Twitter and I saw Jordan was saying that it was snowing in Newbridge. And I was like, ah, that moved down here very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was hailstones in Galway yesterday too. Yeah. Sun's heavy. Big. Spring has sprung, lads. So we're, we're, it's not raining as much, but there are hailstones. So you have to make some concessions, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't forget, it springs forward tonight as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Losing really an hour tonight. Or wait, so Ameri- how does that? The, the Americans lost it three weeks ago. We lose it tonight, or two weeks ago. We lose so it. How tonight. does that? So what is it? Two o'clock, o'clock forward. At one o'clock, o'clock, o'clock forward. One two. o'clock to two o'clock doesn't exist tonight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. we get UFC sooner than tonight. No, tonight. Yeah. Yes. No way. Oh no. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Damn farmer time. Get rid of all this shit. It's too confusing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I thought they were getting rid of this. Is this not supposed to be the last year of it or something? Potentially. Not talk of this. That was all before COVID hit, though. So I think things priorities yeah. changed. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, just let us go back an hour and we'll be only four hours from Eastern time and it'll make our lives a whole lot easier. <laughs> Those three beautiful weeks before WrestleMania where Raw starts at 12 o'clock is great. I did see an interesting uh, factoid earlier. Do you know the reporter Gavin Riley, who mm-hmm. does like a lot of the new stuff? He said uh, that there was a time in the 1940s where there was a mismatch in times chosen by Britain and Ireland that Belfast was actually an hour ahead of Dublin for a few years. For, oh, there was a synchronization for, uh, for war reasons or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 1947, Belfast was an hour ahead of Dublin during the, the summer months. That'd be no, mental. Sure. Imagine crossing the border and just time changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going north, but the time changes. What is going on? But isn't there technically like 15 or 20 minutes difference between London and, say, the middle of Ireland or something? Isn't there something No, because of... No, we're no, in not, the same time zone. No, I know that, but isn't there some weird... Oh, what was it? It'll come to me. I'll Google it after we talk about wrestling. <laughs> there was something to do with... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Time travel. There we go. Leprechaun's time travel. Yeah, that's the story I was thinking of. Cool, cool, cool. So Fastlane happened. Oh yeah, was that this week? Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God, it was. Yep, mm. Fastlane happened. <laughs> it was grand. You know, the last part of it was good. The first, oh good lord, the start of that show was really bad. The first hour, hour and a half. Jesus you mean, Christ! You mean Sunday Night Raw, like Sunday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, there was only one single reason this whole pay-per-view event happened, and it was just for a trial run on the Peacock Network. There was no creative reason for this show to happen, and it probably would not have happened had they not made the deal to go to Peacock. That went well. Oh, boy, did it. (laughs) A lot of people... (laughs) It's a whole lot of uptake uh, in wrestling fans and VPN services at the moment. So you can't pause or rewind shows on Peacock. Obviously, 90% of the library isn't there yet. People aren't happy. And mm. the, the NBC execs are going through the entire backlog with a fine tooth comb and getting rid of all the naughty stuff. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Attitude Era. Goodbye, ECW. <laughs> it's all gone. It's Some all of the gone. stuff you're getting rid of, in fairness, probably. Yeah. You, know, you can understand. But yeah, there's probably going to be some collateral damage. Or you mm-hmm. could just put a disclaimer on the screen, you know. Yeah, that would also yeah, work. Do the disclaimer. But apparently, because uh, Lance Storm tweeted about it last night, um, they are taking similar ones off of the actual network. Yeah. So outside of America. So they're 
there is a concern now that yeah, I don't know how ECW makes it to Peacock, lads. I can't see it happening. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Back to Dead Legs downloads as we go. And people's old DVD collections are about to get become very valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what actually just kind of occurred to me when I was watching the wrestling earlier? Peacock is owned by, is it uh, NBC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you think that USA Network... Um, USA Network is also owned by Oh, NBC. sorry, Fox. Um, yep. How do you think Fox execs feel about promoting pay-per-views that are going to be on one of their rivals' network? I, I guess that's, what it's, that's always going to be a standard. I mean, even like Raw is promoted on SmackDown and SmackDown is promoted on Raw. It's, it's just part of it. Like. But they're cable subscriptions. You're, you're likely to have mm. one if you have the other, but this is an additional premium service that you're promoting for your rivals effectively. I don't know, it's a bit dodge-like. Been, I'd be a little bit part of the deal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah, Antoxin, the disclaimer wouldn't make it not racist. No, but it's the whole presented as it was at the time thing like was it not was it Hanna Barbera or Warner Brothers did that with their they cartoons do, they, they do it on Disney Plus like if you watch any of the old Disney cartoons it's, it's there's a disclaimer to start always yeah there, there's always some dodgy stuff in them there really is uh I, I would leave things as they were just preserve art the way it was not that the attitude era was art or anything but you know what I mean um any kind yeah. of things like that should be preserved the way they were They've been trying to cancel Triple H all week for his yeah. um unless Pakistani it's massively jokes. racist yeah in which case it depends that, but like, well, he, he got away with the whole Katie Vick thing. So like that, that'll age like a fine wine. Um, <laughs> the Mark Henry thing as well, where he did made the monkey gestures when he was coming to the ring. Did you see that one? Mm. Yeah. Uh, people are also giving out about, you know, I can't wait for these execs to find Mae Young giving birth to a hand. I was like, that, that, that's not even on the radar of the bad things that, that <laughs> yeah. they're looking for. There's a lot worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be funny to see what survives. Um, but yeah, wonder what um, Ryan Satin's barber thinks of it all. I was just going to ask, did you get any stories from your barber lately? No, because my barber is not me them. at the moment. Talk <laughs> talking about yourself, you know. <laughs> um, Ryan Satin did have it was one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen. I I, I still laugh at it. Let me see if I can find it. I had it written down in the notes. That's I got my be- there you go. I got my beard trimmed today, and when I when I told the barber I covered WWE for a living, he said to me, "Isn't Bad Bunny in WWE now?" Seeing him on there has made me want to watch again. Definitely happened, Ryan. That's oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's real a real story. Yeah, mm. he's so uh, weird. What's wrong with this guy? He's got this obsession with fucking Stalker people. And porn stars. Oh, sorry, uh, no, that was something else. With, uh, bad Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it provided a great week of uh, of Twitter. I thought people <laughs> like anytime something stupid happened, people were quote tweeting. Like, oh, wonder what Ryan Satin's barber thinks of this. Yeah, and then he was feeling victimized about it. Then, oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was straight face. Of course, he was. What was, the, what was the SRS thing you sent today? Uh, oh God, I don't know. See, can you find it in the WhatsApp there? Oh, that was after they announced that Logan Paul was going to be on SmackDown oh, next yeah. week. And Bryce Satin <laughs> also tweeted about that, saying how it's great or getting a younger audience with Bad Bunny and and Logan Paul. And uh, 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 SRS just goes, your barber is dancing in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. I saw, I saw that tweet he mentions there. The Paul family is responsible for 90% of the bo- boxing traffic. And the guy underneath him replied, well, <laughs> he was like, well, 80% of the world is idiots. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> He's not wrong. Being Twitter free has been wonderful. 
I, I couldn't live that life. You know, I, I like to see the world burn. The drama, like it's, it's yeah. horrible. It's a horrible, horrible yeah. place, but you can't not, you know, <laughs> delve in. It's a car crash. Oh, man. What's well, easy to, if you ever want to go for like an argument or a fight, it's so easy to find one. Whether it's Twitter wrestling, which is just ridiculously easy to, you know, piss people off and have a, an, an Indian argument about anything. Politics, easy as well. Sport, you'll always find someone to want to fight. If, for your own mental health, it's it, nobody should be on Twitter, really. But well, by God, it can be entertaining at times. Yeah, it's great, too. When I'm feeling down, I go on to Twitter because I know something <laughs> is far worse. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. That's all the wrestling, I suppose. This yep. thing you put in there, because um, this, is, I assume, is in relation to Sasha and Bianca, then. The uh, discourse on Twitter this week, speaking of crazy people. Yeah, this this was really kind of confused me. Like people, like the the whole argument was uh, around who should main event WrestleMania. And when we talk about main event WrestleMania, we mean the final match of the card, not the seventeen co-main events that they actually advertise. Mm-hmm. So we know right now that both Lashley and Drew and Sasha and Bianca are both scheduled to be on Saturday. And the argument being is which of these two matches should main event. Now, a few years ago when Becky, Ronda and Charlotte main evented, nobody really criticized that match main eventing because the build justified it. It was the best story going into Mania. And it was so good it kept Kofi Mania off the main event. Mm. When you remember how big that was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This time around, Sasha and Bianca's build has been nothing short of abysmal. Yep. Uh, they keep no. losing. It's just two <laughs> losers. But but uh, Bianca won in back this, this week. It solves it all. Oh, we're fixed. Fine. Okay. Yeah, we're main that, event. That's the other point I was making is like, what should what should main event? Is it the best story or the biggest stars? Because sometimes in, in an ideal world, it would be both that the biggest star would have the best story. But we fucking know WWE are inca- incapable of doing such a thing. They can mm-hmm. barely do one, let alone both. So if you look at Sasha and Bianca, for example, Sasha obviously is one of the biggest stars, not only in women's wrestling, but in wrestling in general. She's trying to transcend wrestling into entertainment with the Mandalorian as well. So see, she is a legitimate world star. Bianca is an up and comer. She is oodles of potential. Personally, I don't think she's ready for a main event of WrestleMania based on her abilities yet. But if the story was told better, like it could have been, then I'd have absolutely no problem with it main eventing because it could have developed that story and her winning the title would have really been the catalyst for her going forward. But with how it's been run, the fact that Lashley and Drew has been relatively okay as a story going forward, they are better stars and justify a main event more than the women. And they've been kept strong and the storyline's been pretty decent. Yeah. Now... That alone, if I mentioned, even tried to describe that on Twitter, I would be cancelled into an oblivion. Oh, God, yeah. But you see, they, they could have easily made Sasha and Bianca the main event. No problem. They had it right in their hands. But they fucked it. They kept, they, they kept fucking them to lose. It was over. They made it overly complicated. The whole tag You've team got Sasha, thing never yeah. works. Never. No. Well, it, it could have worked uh, with a stretch, but they really booked themselves into a problem with that. But you had Sasha, who is, her whole moniker is that she is the best. You know, she is the boss. She is 
the fucking the queen or whatever you want to call it to be and bianca is the esc so you have two people claiming to be the best that is your program right there that the match will determine who is the best no you gotta beat them you gotta keep beating them i'm a genius <laughs> the best and the boss they need to lose every week multiple times if possible but that's literally what they did they yeah. had two people claiming to be the best and you ruined the natural build to this match by ruining their most determinable characteristic of their personalities. It's mind-boggling how stupid and ridiculous that they've booked this feud. That's tremendous. It's tremendous stuff. Yeah, like I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I tell me I'm, I'm wrong here because I, I know that I can be wild with my opinions at times. It's, but it's, it's, it's fine. It's bad buddy versus the Miz is going to be an event. It'll be grand. Yep. To I, them. I would I would legitimately say that had a better build than Sasha and Bianca. <laughs> Probably has. Uh, it was funny, you know, Miz was world champion two weeks ago and now he's bouncing around in a bunny suit. I think we've got some 24-7 coming next week. Oh, there has to be. There oh, God, that's going to be real Nomination bad. at least. If yeah. Hey, hop, hop. Champion. hey, hey, hop, hop. You know, from the makers of hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh speaking I, of which, we is Jordan still here? Oh, Jordan left. When if Jordan comes back, we'll uh, we'll give him his uh, nomination. He did throw it in for us. But what would you? What do you see as the main events right now with the cards as you see it for both nights? Well, well the Sunday, the Sunday night's obviously going to be the triple threat. Do you yeah, think it's going to stay as a triple threat? No, you have to bring him up. Brian said last night. He says that he wants Roman and Edge to fight on Saturday night, and then he faces the winner on Sunday. Hmm. He brought, that, he brought that in but at the end of the show have you, have you watched Smackdown Steve? Uh, I watched all the YouTube highlights Okay At the end of the show they, they, the decision was made for it to be a triple threat after all the different oh, options mm, okay, okay, okay But then it had a bit of a weird beat down afterwards I, I still think that there's an outside chance oh, that's unlikely right. as it is yeah. that they'll have uh, Edge and Brian on Saturday and the winner faces Roman on Sunday That's how I'd like to see it because you It have, makes more sense that way Yeah it has the complications as well. It makes you interested to watch the match on Saturday with the, the unknowing factor of what's going to happen for the Sunday as well. But uh, they're, they're, they won't do that because they like advertising things way in advance and not having any foreplay. I, I just don't see how you could main event Sasha and Bianca here. I, I can't see it. They've completely, unless they do something really cool. There's only two shows left, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. And uh, the second week is going to be taped as well. At least the SmackDown will be. All because they're moving stadiums, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Now, the one thing that I've seen, I think it was the SRS podcast or one of those, that the, the, ad, the, the argument that they're using now, or that some people are using, I want to say, is that, you know, it's great that they should main event, that it's great for women's wrestling, it's great for women of color. No doubt that would be great for them. But, you know, you're giving these things out rather than having them be earned. And that never works for anybody. No. I think you can either main event it or open the show and you've you've got the same level of kind of eyeballs or excitement because the start of the show and the end of the show are the two biggest and best points, I think. And if you look at the, the opening of the show, that's going to be the first televised proper match in front of fans in over a year. Yeah. So that's... Well, whatever the pre-show will be. <laughs> yeah, but you know, pre-show doesn't, yeah, they count. doesn't count. Uh, they, they don't even put them on the DVDs. <laughs> they lost my... That. <laughs> he was complaining he didn't get his WrestleMania payout because his match was on the pre-show. And it wasn't even on the DVD or something. Yeah, such dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> they regret that now. Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll build a new pack. A better pack. <laughs> Get the factory cool. spinning. So your prediction, what do, you, what do you think will happen and what do you want to happen in terms of the actual last match on the Saturday? 
I can see them giving it to Sasha and Bianca, but I it makes more sense to do the WWE title because just as you said, the, if the build had been better, like you just you need to earn that spot. And uh, the main event a couple of years ago, they earned that spot. This mm-hmm. year, Sasha and Bianca haven't just because the story's been so shite. Yeah, I go Lashley Drew as well. Um, I would all always do WWE title, especially if you're doing two nights. WWE title should main event at least one of them. But I can see the argument why the women should get the other as well. But I don't think the, the story's been there. It's just not there. And I where is Bailey? So far. What's Bailey doing? It's so weird. She carried, carried the company for six months. Yeah. She doesn't have a match. It's, it's Here's really a hot weird. take for you. Rhea Ripley debuted on Monday Night Raw this week and has challenged and has had that challenge accepted by Asuka for the championship at WrestleMania. And that has had a better build than Sasha and Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother winning the Rumble? You can just challenge people. Oh, there's so many fucking potholes in these kayfabe storylines these week. Look at Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Why are they having a match at WrestleMania? The problem with having Sami kicks Kevin in the face that time last week. Yeah. Makes no sense. (laughs) Logan Paul. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Logan Paul. I think this might actually be... And I'll give them a little bit of... um, of slack for it because it's COVID era, but this is arguably in the worst WrestleMania build-up ever. Oh, easily. I, I, I cannot remember one as bad as this. Not even as bad, just as there's no heat to anything. Everything's very cold. No stakes. Except for, you know, the fiend because he's on fire. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I, I do you know what I like the new burned fiend. It's a nice I I kind of think it's cool. Speaking of which, I see Jordan is back in the chat, so Okay, yeah, I forgot. It doesn't have the bed. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for the anticlimactic. Thing. Thing. No, we lost it over Yeah. So Jordan said during the week uh, that he wants to nominate the something along the lines of whatever the fuck that main event thing was with Ra Orton and the Fiend. Thoughts. At Fastlane, I should say. I liked it. I kind of did too. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> no, we know it's shit. We know it's really shit. It was, it was so good kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Look at him there. Who could do? Who couldn't love that face? Look at. Him. <laughs> He's a face only a mother could love. <laughs> but my favorite part about the whole thing, though, is the fact like this is the way he's been presented both times. They showed him like this, like in this weird purple light, and then the match graphic has it in a lovely, bright, brightly lit red out <laughs> costume. We're clearly posed for photos afterwards because that's what he does. <laughs> nice four K camera shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, Jordan, we agree. It's absolute wank. We know that, but it's funny. I thought it was fun. I thought it's cool that they at least as a new. <laughs> he's Freddy Krueger. You know, he's burned now. He's burned fiend. And uh, you can't even laugh at it. Yeah, I guess. No, you're not. You're far from alone. The internet hates it. The internet's done with the fiend for some reason. Um, you're far from alone. But we kind of like it. I think we're all kind of in agreement. We kind of, it's something different. It's better than you people promos and 50 50 booking here and there. And like a lot. I mean, you think about. I think we, we mentioned this before, but like it's it's like all the Undertaker Kane stuff from back when we were, you know, it's it's similar. It's just for the new age and just maybe when we were, if we were older watching that back then, we might have had the same type of thing, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, you know. So what is the match fun. going to be? Firefly Funhouse. How it better be. I, I, I want to see Firefly Funhouse with some sort of reference to a shitting in a handbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, and he's going to come out to his old theme song as well. They're going to play that. Yeah. How would they do this um, with the live crowd, though? 
Yeah, it's going to be the tricky part. It's going to be taped. I'm be okay it. with it. By the way, I, I completely agree. I, I want to see the Firefly fun how shit storm that would be presented for Randy Orton a la how they did John Cena's history. That would be mm. hella fun. Mm. But I'm just wondering how they'd present that in front of 25,000 people on with a the big user ass like screen. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I, think, I can't remember who said it, but it, it could be like an intermission match. So the people in the crowd, you know, they could use that as a form, as a way to, you know, go to the fucking utilities or whatever and get their, their popcorn or whatnot. Oh, so much but, COVID. So much COVID. <laughs> Look, it's Florida. Everyone has it already. <laughs> For whatever reason, I, had, I was going to WrestleMania. I, I just, I think I'd have to bring a big bottle so I could piss in it. I wouldn't be touching anything in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't sit down and uh, pop a squat, no? No, fuck no. I'd be, I'd bring a bag of towels so I could sit on the towels. I wouldn't even touch the seats through my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, if there was ever like a weird thing where you like, I don't like, you know, going for a crap in public toilets, then like, nowadays has really reaffirmed that belief to everybody and, oh, and at least should do yeah yeah fuck that <laughs> i, would I hold don't it even in, like please. door handles at the moment <laughs> so that one's sitting on a toilet in florida with twenty-five thousand people around me oh god no the covid anxiety is real but yeah um we know what's shit we kind of like it because it's something to, <laughs> i'd never know yeah. that was a little graphic <laughs> That's, that's the I was, I was talking about, Jordan. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's it's great. <laughs> that is very good. But the mask is cool. I like it. Um, yeah, it's look. We know it's going to be shit, but but this is where we are. Okay, the product is at an all time low. <laughs> we found something to like, you know. So that's good. Um, what do you uh, what do you think about the trap or the Thunderdome continuing after WrestleMania? I'm a bit surprised by that. I thought they yeah, might try they... squeak into live crowds again now. Yeah, I didn't think they go like touring, but I thought they might have just, you know, did a couple of things around Florida. Like, mm, I didn't know that. So they are going straight back to um, empty arenas in a new venue. But yeah, yeah, they're going to some college field. Mm, that sucks. Yeah, I don't, I, do, I, I, I don't even do a thousand people or something. You know. No, they don't do this. And probably, well, I think the rumor is that they'll be doing this until June ish time, or at least that's. The, the agreement that they have in place with the venue july okay cool super fucking thunderdome getting really sick of it yeah oh, big it's time. The, the back just the, the constant like vuvuzela noise is what i yeah call just that they have pumped in at the background it's just regular noise will be fine but it just sounds off it's hard to even pay attention to the match because of all the individual faces you see on screen and then obviously the camera cuts every th- 3.2 milliseconds oh, or the there was um, one thing on smackdown last night that was roman ridiculous. you tapped out mm. when roman got to the ring at the main event segment and the, they piped in the you tapped out noise uh, and like they, they panned around to the thunderdome and nobody was making the gesture that you tapped out or even miming it or miming it it was just so awkward thumbs down guys thumbs down thumbs <laughs> yeah. down for the bad guy guys come on let's uh, see lots of energy see the graphic i just shared there for uh-huh. the WrestleMania sign. Do you see Seth Rollins in it? Oh, I yeah. saw him tweeting in the skull, yeah. yeah. Is that I the thought, actual poster or is that him just photoshopping the himself? Actual in? poster. Ah lads. I really? thought he actually did Photoshop himself in, but they <laughs> showed brilliant. this graphic on Raw, because the Miz showed that Bad Bunny was on it and Rollins was in it as well. So he's in the eye of the skull, if in case you can't see it. That's kind of cool. That was that's a nice little Easter egg there. I don't know why, but fuck great. Okay, what's the stick? Is that the fiend? On the stick beside Orton. Yeah. Weird. Bad Bunny's in the shield. So that's good. 
they have Damien Priest on it, so I assume they do make this a tag team match. It's, it's still singles as of now, anyway, but... Apparently, uh, he is training, obviously, and they must obviously see something. He must be absolutely killing the training <clears throat> for them to be confident enough for him to do... It's not like they can tape the match. It'll be in front of a crowd, so they must be pretty confident in what he can do. So, He's in there with a pro like Miz. Yeah, Ryan Barber, Ryan Barber, Ryan Satin's Barber is going to be pretty pumped about it. Huge if true. Mm-hmm. Huge if true. Um, nothing else. Might as well get all the main roster out of the way. That's it really, isn't it? Uh, Seamus is going for the US title at Mania by the looks of it. Give him the IC, damn it. Interpromotion. He needs, yeah. he needs the, the IC show. To, to finish off his um, collection of everything. We if he wins the IC title... Our- He'll have literally won everything that he could possibly ever have won in the WWE. Except for the Universal title. True. Which you can but call that's the main title. title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In terms and of the lineage of titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, amazing because the only other person who has ever done this is Edge. Crazy. Oh, I suppose, yeah, King of the Ring isn't a thing anymore. Oh, it's King Corbin. Ugh. They'll do Money. it at some stage. Money in the Bank. I do not recognize that King of the Ring. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. Where's Samoa Joe? Any, what's going on with Samoa Joe now that we're talking about a year? He hurt himself in the, the lineup to media last year. Yeah. Doing that ad. Yeah. So I'd say he, if he does come back, it'll be after Mania that they might have a program for him. God, I'd love to have him back. If not, he should go for his own right just to have a last run somewhere. Hmm. He's got a job for life there as a commentator, I suppose, if he wants it. So that's to take that that's got more longevity in wrestling yeah. ever will look. Mm. But job satisfaction, Nick. We're all about that job satisfaction. Oh God. Um I'm trying to think of anything else. We might come to it later. I'll skip down through Raw and SmackDown here, see if there's anything else I noticed. Um <laughs> struggling. No. Um, <laughs> oh, Rey and Dominic are going to be going for the tag title, so I assume they win them at Mania. It'll be a feel-good moment. Oh yeah, there was multiple champions pinned on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, multiple, more than one. Good times. You just have to give up sometimes, don't you? I don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> just like fuck this. They don't care. Why should I? <laughs> Championships yeah. mean shit all. I really do. Um. AW Fitz, tell us tales of your Wednesday night slash Thursday night. Yeah. Um, take Conti. Big props to Take Conti. Uh, she is. Yeah, just in general, you know, taking a gamble on herself, leaving the comfort of New York, uh, aka NXT. Um, but she took a gamble on herself. She went to, to AW and she has improved exponentially since she's come on to, to AEW. She managed to get a good match out of Nyla Rose, which was Lovely. impressive. Yeah. And Nyla's um, been good for the last while. She has, but, you know, she won't exactly be top of the list for match of the night anytime. So you're saying Nyla Jack, to be fair. You're saying. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I can't remember was it Jordan or one of the boys said er- earlier in the week in one of the chats was, you know, Compared her to her performance levels when she was in the PC to how she's performing now in AEW. And I think that the kind of the comment or the, the tone was it that, you know, is the PC really developing women's wrestlers? 
I would say they're giving everyone a solid fundamental base and then some people left and have gone on to bigger and better things like Take Onti. But if you look at like what women's wrestlers have really been produced by the PC, you you can only really look at Charlotte as probably the only one because if you look at say Bailey and Sasha and Becky, they all had good indie runs before they joined the PC. But if you look at Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, uh, Billy Kay, Liv Morgan, <laughs> you know how many women have been produced by the PC, and you've said, okay, they learned their trade extremely well, and they are going to be future world stars. Jax, Jax. The only other one, there's obviously uh, Alexa. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, Alexa Bliss came by a PC as yeah. well. She's done pretty well for herself. Um, yeah. So Take Auntie was ground up as well. No, no previous experience. No, you can't discount what they did with Sasha, Bailey, and Becky either. Do you know that? Think of it as like a not even a finishing school, but like they could have been discount. out of the business for eight for eight years before yeah. they went to the PC. Like you can't discount what they did uh, with everyone else in there, but they they do create very generic people at the same time. Oh, they do. That's it. I, I I when I saw that kind of train of thought I developed was: are they over training these people to be too generic? So you know. The thing yep, about absolutely. wrestlers and what they, why we all like certain wrestlers and who become kind of top, top stars like The Rock, Austin, all these sorts of people, is that they're individual characters. You know, they're, they don't look, talk, feel like anyone else. Whereas you, you see a lot of the products coming out of the PC, male and female, and you don't really tend to see much difference between them and other people. The movesets are very similar. The character themselves are not far enough apart. I remember when we were watching during the Monday Night Wars, um, myself and our good friend Johnny, as we know, um, he's, he's he was more of a WCW guy and I was always more a WWF. And it was mainly because of things like that, that there was characters. I remember specifically pointing at Kane and going, that's fucking cool. Look at this cool shit over here. And then you look at WCW and you've got 90 guys in the NWO that all look the same. And I think now WWE is where WCW was and AEW is where WWF was in terms of creating characters. Totally different, different movesets, different sizes, different shapes, different promo abilities. That I'm getting vibes on the yeah. 20th anniversary of the end of my. <laughs> That's like, it. Uh, nail in the head. It's different. Yeah, different is like good in terms of wrestling. Like a decade or two ago, they were the the development system was pumping out clones of Randy Orton. Nowadays, they're basically pumping out clones of Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Yeah. The safer, it's like a safer indie style type yeah. thing that's run out there. They're the neutering a lot of the uh, talent as well. Yeah, like just, they, they, they've mopped up a lot of the indie talent over the last five years and they've neutered an awful lot of it. Like if you yeah. think of a lot of the top indie stars that have come through, like even Ricochet, arguably one of the greatest athletes they've ever hired in the company. Look at him now. Well, he's he's a bounty God. hunter now. He's the Mandalorian. He's, he's just this. That segment on Raw was hilarious. It was actually kind of clever though, as well. When you th- in 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 the the context of the show, so Lashley wants Drew taken out. Uh, Cedric and Shelton weren't able to do the job, so he walks back to catering essentially, and he sees you know the usual types like Ricochet and all the lads that are back there. He's like, "One of you take out um, Drew McIntyre for me. Get the job done, and you get the first crack at the title." That's kind of cool. I like that. But it did highlight, wow, look at all the talent they've got sitting at the back there doing nothing. Yeah. 
Bet Drew, you Drew Gulak is happy he's resigned. Yeah, I do. Well, they did it to Drew Gulak. We said it at the time when remember he left and it said you know Drew Gulak's gone and then he came back a couple of weeks later. He cleared his head and they resigned him. And we said at the time they'll push him for a month and that'll be it. It's exactly yeah. what happened. Although mm-hmm. uh, he was involved in a great segment the fast lane there though, Steve, that you haven't yeah. mentioned when we covered fast lane. Yes, uh, Eric Bugenhagen is what well, he's now a one-time twenty-four-seven champion, and I think that's all he needs. Just get out of there and go beat Kenny Omega in three minutes. That's good. <laughs> okay, we're looking at the greatest potential superstar. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good to see Boogs. Uh, so Eric Bugenhagen got a match on pay-per-view before many, many people though. So let's, let's think about that. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, I kind of like that segment, but anyway, AEW, where were we? No, we were talking more about, you know, generic wrestlers, I guess. They do just create a, it's a factory line at the moment really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's disheartening because we see an, an awful lot of the indie talent through OTT and Tread through the rise of general indies throughout the world anyway and mania weekend shows of gcw and and everything else that happens you see an awful lot of the array of talent that's out there you know bless him well we won't mention his name but there's a certain person who's now been cancelled hosts a very unique type of show usually around mania weekend and you see a very varying degree of, of characters and personalities on those shows you see a wwe product nowadays and it's just so bland like nobody's really popping off the screen where you actually get to see and enjoy stuff. Jordan puts in a similar question. How many big male talents has the PC produced since it started to sign every indie wrestler? Baron Corbin is That's probably it. the best. Corbin, yeah. And like, to be fair to him, he's not bad. He's, he's been good. He's good. just Boring. been booked terribly. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, like, everything yeah. he does looks good. There's nothing that Corbin does that doesn't look absolutely brilliant. It's just yeah, that he's one of the chin lock thing. He's got he's to fight one of the most lock. protected finishers in professional wrestling. Yeah. And he had he had that nice run in the King of the Ring tournament that you absolutely despise because of the triple threat semifinal. Oh, but remember when that was happening and everyone was really enjoying the work of Corbin at that time. Yeah. Everyone thought that was kind of him turning the corner. <clears> and then they just booked him into the corner again with the whole King Corbin gimmick, which was just fucking oh, dead on arrival. And he, only person that's ever done the King, obviously besides like the 90s but in recent memory the only person that's ever done the King Corbin gimmick well has been Regal or the King mm-hmm. gimmick well has yeah. been Regal Booker it's, even it, was a bit yeah yeah King Booker um, but Queen it has been a while um, I don't know who else who else have they built from the ground up I don't think there is anyone I'm trying to think of people on Raw was, was Big E ground up that was FCW though wasn't it it was FCW he came through yeah, yeah. You could I think you'd probably qualify up. for it, right? Roman would be that were ground up, but, but they were the FCW era. They were yeah, like years. Jordan is saying since they started to sign every indie wrestler, they weren't signing yeah. every indie wrestler. Yeah, yeah. True, 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 Braun, true. Braun's one, yeah. And bless Braun. That's, yeah. Not his fault, but Oh, that 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 storyline needs to be cancelled. Okay, we'll get to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it, I promise. I, think it has a shot. I really think it has a shot. So the current champion uh, of the 24-7 Worst Segment of the Year Award is the Sparklers, the Splosions at AEW Revolution. This week, Braun was doing the Super Mario run on the outside where he does the, the shoulder gimmick. And they played train noises. It's the Braun Strowman Express, the Braun Express or Strowman uh. Express, whatever they call it. 
you know the thing he does he runs around the ring and he shoulder barges everyone and it's really good and it's fun but they played yes deliverance this is a real thing that happened he stood there and he made the choo-choo noise with his arms <laughs> and they played train noises into the stadium i shit you not that is a real thing that happened and I genuinely didn't think anything had a shot of beating Revolution this quick, but I, I, I really think it has a shot. I think it's worth discussing. I kind of liked it in a bad way. <sighs> but in, in a no-fan era, I think it's okay. <laughs> it's so bad, though. Like, I know. But imagine being able to summon your own sound effects. That's all <laughs> great. <laughs> Steve with a soundboard. Hard, lads. Get in the Discord. Yeah, I told you they, they listened to us. They stole a load of our ideas, and now they stole our idea to use a soundboard. Never been done in the history of broadcasting. No, never. No. Um, yeah, I... Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> now, our good friends, the Wrestling Life uh, lads on Twitter, they're always good crack. Uh, they brought up, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Start having Ricochet have boing noises when he comes to the ring and things like that Let's just every, every time he bounces off a rope boing yeah. <laughs> yeah there it is for anyone who hasn't seen it the video is posted in the chat um <sighs> I oh, is it worse oh I, I think it's worse than the explosions I I, I couldn't think. in good faith vote for it worse than the explosions sorry That's explosions fine. were that the explosions were the main event end of a pay-per-view. This was a nothing <laughs> middle of a show. Braun oh, Strowman so being, bad, being a train. So bad. <laughs> you just can't explain it. Uh, uh, it's worse because it was intentionally. That's <laughs> a good point. Okay, we'll park that one for now. If, if they start uh, introducing more sound effects, I'm bringing this back up. <laughs> okay, no win. No win for Braun there, unfortunately. Um, anyway, AEW fits. So AEW happened this week. <laughs> take Audi, take Audi. Yeah. We, we got the, we got to start it last time. Uh, that's what we started at the beginning this time. Um, Kenny Omega and Matt Sidal had a, a fun match. Um, he almost murdered him. That was always good. Um, I don't necessarily like the way to have this whole WWE shtick of you beat the champion, you get a title match. I hate that. They did put a a kind of a different spin on it as a kind of a, a championship um, excluder kind of scenario. I can't remember the exact verbiage they use. Eliminator, I think. Eliminator yes, that's the one. So it was a, it was a slight difference, but I, I, I'm still going to put it in the category of don't do this. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do it, just make it a title match. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, you know, he shouldn't really have a title match unless he's done something to deserve it or is number one contender he, he bet Naka's, uh, Naka 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 Nakazawa Naka yeah you could have him frustrate Kenny somehow and be like damn it I'll put the title on the line and you exactly like, nine days but, nine days <laughs> nine days <laughs> so there has to be something and this really wasn't it so you know context for this match no but um, the actual match itself was fun um, Hangman and Cesar Bononi yeah it's Hangman getting the, the wins up. Cesar getting his debut on Dynamite. He and it's a TV because uh, he's got some personal shit going on. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. No, is it his wife or something? Needs um, pretty expensive surgeries, bone marrow transplant or something. Jeez, oh, yeah, it's lo- looking bad. So I'm assuming they they threw him a match to give him a TV payday or something just to help out. So 
have a look at his Twitter, you'll see a GoFundMe and all that shit. So hopefully that all ends up okay. Yeah. Because uh, you look at him and he, he looks like a fucking star. Size yeah. of the man. He's what, 6'6", six, six, 280 odd pounds. If he can kind of hone in the, the the work, nail down the character, he could be a future star. PC as uh, well. Although I thought he was one of the leaks in the early days of AEW. Oh, it was that, uh, oh Sabatelli. Yeah, Tito Sabatelli. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah sorry. I stand corrected. Uh, this is fun. Another win for the Hangman. Uh, that was always good. Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid um, defeated Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Uh, that happened. It was, and I really enjoyed uh, the, the spot fest. You know, but psychology in the match didn't exist. But uh, the spot fest was fun. The match was pretty funny. He was just laughing. By the end, he was what the fuck is going on? That's uh, okay. Yeah. Again, variety show. That's what they've always yeah. kind of advertised them to be. They're they're not going to be putting on catches, catch can classics in every single match. Uh, one or two would be nice. Some night for the laugh to confuse against young bucks, and it's pure like fucking race and fair. Yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the booking of the finish of the match was great in terms of the two bucks sacrificing themselves to let um, Cutler in to get the win over Laredo Kid. Cutler fucks up and gets pinned. That made sense because it, you know, it reaffirms the point that Cutler isn't good enough to to be to hang with the boys, and it looked like the boys were pretty lost in the match. And then you had Kenny come out and try recruit the Bucks again. And say well, he chose Cutler over him when they had a trios match. You know, there was some nice nuances there between the match, how it went, and Kenny's uh, argument for them to rejoin and all that sort of stuff. Storyline that rewarded you for paying attention over the past eighteen months. Yes, and imagine that. I don't want to <laughs> to, to blow their horn too much, but AEW have been very good at that. Not just in, with this, but with the Pinnacle, with other things as well. Their long-term storytelling, even though they've only been in existence for less than two years, has been impressive. Continuity. Oh, what is that? To, the story is shit. Old, old as long as it ship. makes sense and, and they remember stuff that happened and the wrinkles, I'm fine with it. Like, yeah. you know, it's, not, it's rewarding for you paying attention is probably a bit of an arsey way to say it, but like, don't make me feel stupid because I know this happened and you're saying it didn't, you know, because you see that with WWE all the time. Yeah, and I'll it's go back nice to that. the one thing um, with the explosions. WWE not have acknowledged that at all. Yeah. And you would have just ignored it, gone about their business, and expect people to just get over it, forget about it, move on. Mm. First thing AEW did was acknowledge it and make a joke out of it and use it in in storyline. Yep. Uh, but the way they used it wasn't the best either, though. Originally, at the very first initial, but but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but they did. That's the thing. They've, they've given us a creative outlet for it, which is all you can really hope for. You know, you can you can expect them to do it, hope for the absolute best. But as long as they deliver something, it's better than nothing. True. Um, yeah, Laredo Kid, who was signed to MLW, got the win. <laughs> That's weird. Fair play to them. The forbidden doors. There, there's forbidden not even doors anymore. No, nah, no. It's just like, doorways. you know, doorways, you know, with the, with the little things that hang from the top where you walk through them. That's basically yeah. what we do. It's like a butcher's kind of a, into a butcher's storeroom here at the moment. And I liked uh, Kenny having to throw back to Laredo Kid as well from, uh, I want to say Fighter Fest year yeah, one. He mentioned he mentioned it once or twice. Fighter Fest. Yes. I, I actually couldn't remember whether it was that one or Fight for the Fallen. They, they happened around the same time. Uh, but that was good. That was entertaining. The fact that he kind of threw back to that. 
And then the, the Lucha Bros came in and attacked Kenny as well and gave him the bloody lip. I think they kicked the microphone into his face or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And that sets up something down the line as well for Kenny and Pentagon, probably. You know, so they're, they're again, everything that they do has future storyline complications, which is always good because you can always throw back to it then. Um, yep. The Pinnacle, FTR and Sean Spears defeated Dante Martin and Varsity Blondes. It was fine. It served a purpose for Pinnacle getting the win. Mm-hmm. I wonder, though, piece of unit. this was one of two trios matches on the card. I'm wondering, are they going to potentially bring in a trios title soon? I think they should because they're obsessed with the six man and yeah, I'm surprised, they, and surprised yeah. they haven't already. I thought and you could in from start. You could book it in a way that the likes of Ring of Honor and New Japan have booked their kind of kind of titles where they have or well not like their titles, but the kind of the never open way titles and all that kind of not structured like the normal tag titles would be, but they're kind of a happenstance title. You can throw them into kayfabe storylines willy nilly to a degree. And they don't have to have too much continuity behind them. Yeah. And especially so, if you've got factions as well, you go, it, they can be defended across the faction. Uh, you mentioned the Take On T1. She beat Nyla Rose. They, they sold it like it was a huge win. So at it least was, to be fair. Yeah. Else for Sheeta to face, thankfully. Uh, and Take On T is the number one contender now. Yep. Yep. But this um, main event was class. Yeah, Marianne and, and uh, Johnny Hungy was very good. Fair fuck to Johnny Hungy because he got hurt not too long into the match and he carried himself through that match like a pro. Yeah. Yeah, he dislocated his shoulder, didn't he? Yeah, he's out for six Something weeks, like that. I think he said. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen is amazing. Uh, yeah. He's so much fun to watch. Best he's not going to have a very long career, but when he, oh, when he does work with him, he's Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's out four to six weeks, but no surgery. Yeah, Darby Allen, he, he's not going to be around long. So if you're sitting on the fence of watching AEW, check out some of his matches. <laughs> he won't be around very long. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I know we, we said the same about Jeff Hardy back in the day. And <laughs> I still there. Yeah, he's jobbing to the Miz. I can't believe Jeff Hardy is still going. Like you see Matt, but Matt can barely walk. And Jeff is still doing fucking crazy shit every week. So have fun. Fun times. But uh, yeah, this had Sting coming out with the baseball bat and he was holding off the Dark Order. And I didn't necessarily like that. I didn't dislike it, but it was a bit weird because Dark Order are kind of a face group now and Mm. Sting is portrayed to be kind of the face kind of character as well. You know, it would have made a little bit more sense the fact that they'd showed Matt Hardy's crew ringside and did Dark Order ringside as well. They should have had an altercation early in the match and that would have brought Matt Hardy's crew ringside and he, they possibly got interfering with the match and Sting came out to warn them to keep away because he would have had the face heel narrative then. Just that feel, felt a bit weird with Sting coming out and warning off the Dark Order face with face kind of thing. It did, yeah, I can see your point. I, I guess they're doing the WCW Sting type thing. The um, the he, he He's there to stop injustice kind of thing. He's there the to stop her. Yeah, when bad shit's going down. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that too. It just It just felt weird. No, I, I, I thought the same when he came out. I was like, yeah, why yeah. are you defending us? And they're not going to do anything, their faces. Mm. It's like, yeah. Shades of grey, boys. There's no faces or heels anymore. Uh, How many shades not. of grey, though? Um, I don't know, but um, I think we have to talk about Total Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised that it's taken them this long. Yeah. 
Now, apparently they pitched it to TNT themselves. I was not surprised by that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, TNT yeah. didn't go looking for Total Brandy? No, no I, I don't think TNT executives were flying down to Atlanta going, Brandy Rhodes, we need you on TV. We need more of this. But basically, Cody and Brandy are going to have their own reality show, a la Ms. and Mrs. We're going to call it Total Brandy until we come up with something funnier. <laughs> What's Rhodes it to the top. That's Rhodes it, yeah. I am absolutely okay with this because if it's it's a project that Brandy can get involved with that hopefully keeps her <laughs> off of it, Dynamite TV. It's <laughs> a good point. I think, do you know what would be really funny? I put it on Twitter last night. If this show, because it will get non-wrestling fans in, because a lot of people just watch whatever reality shite is on TV anyway. Oh, yeah. If this outdraws AEW and NXT some night, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to see Twitter. I want to see what, what the demo uh, excuses will be that night. But um, yeah, they're, they're having a reality show. So well, AEW seems to be really embedded in the, the TNT network by now anyway. So Cody was doing that other game show and stuff and seemed to be getting on quite well. Mm. So that's yeah, cool. How did they not convert that? Like he was doing a show called, what was it Go Big Show? Show, yeah. Yeah. How did they not use that when Paul White debuted? <laughs> Just find excuses to say go big show when Paul White's on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it just happened to be the thing. Oh, look, that's Cody Rhodes. That, that guy from Go Big Show on TNT. <laughs> uh, a few little jabs at WWE there would have been fun, but I'm assuming because Big Show left on uh, extremely good terms to the point where Vince McMahon called him. Did you read about that? Hmm. Uh, Vince called him and said, you're really going to help their company out. So it comes back to this thing. Vince doesn't want to see them fail. I keep hearing the, do you remember with the all out? Vince was upset they picked that weekend and they hoped they'd rang him to pick a different weekend because he thought that that weekend was a bad one. It's like, ah, was it Labor Day weekend? Was, yeah, it was for September. It's like September is never yeah. good for that, early September. Yeah, he, said he, did, he thinks that that's a bad, it's a bad weekend to pick. It's never been good for them. But there was such demand at the time that it didn't matter what weekend they picked really that that thing was selling out. But he seems to have like an eye on the business side of it too, but still kind of wants to crush them on Wednesday night so they don't get too big. <laughs> so, And what's the story now? Stream of consciousness here, but... What's going on with Tuesday? They're not moving now, is it? Because that somebody it's, else got the NHL rights. It's weird, yeah. It does. I, they haven't really clarified, but it seems like everything's like everything else is moving around it. Like everything, like it's going to happen because Impact is moving to Thursdays yeah. now. So it's like it feels like every everything in the business thinks it's happening, but still hasn't happened, and NHL isn't happening now on Wednesday. Yeah, so it's, it's weird because they went to was it ESPN or something? It went to mm. or. So USA Network won't have the NHL on Wednesday nights. So there's no need in terms of that for NXT to, to move. I hope they still do, but um, let's see. It'd be really funny now if they didn't move after all this. But yeah, that was Wednesday. That was uh, AEW. What did you think of the arguably the biggest storyline coming out of um, AEW World this week with the news that... Um, What's his name? Um, Doc Gallows is not allowed to jerk off for a month. It's true. It's <laughs> going to be a tough month for him. He can't catch a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. No, not March. <laughs> well, they're supposed to be something that Christian and Frankie Kazarian are having a match next week. That's not as important as uh, Doc Gallows not being able to rub it <laughs> up. Six, days a, six times a day. He's going to kill uh, I did. I did like the, the other tease on BT this week of the box uh, looking at Hangman, like, oh, yeah, that's that true. Yeah, 
So we're getting a slow build here to the Bucks helping Hangman in his training or his uh, his ascent to beat Kenny for the title. I think is where yeah. we're going there. Cool. Makes sense. Probably it all out. How long would Kenny have had the title then? Close-ish to a year, maybe? When did he win it? December. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A year, nine months or so. It's probably a, a decent, decent run there. Yeah, yeah good rain. What um, um, Christian and Kaz next week? That'll be a, a good first match back for them. It won't help the TNA comparisons, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. <clears throat> um, NXT stuff happened. Lots it of it. There's a lot of storyline development in NXT this week. Yeah, they're catching to be... up from last week. I think <laughs> yeah, they're rushing towards the the pay per views. Pay per views now. Yeah, what is this twelve man battle royal? Confuse me. So grateful, so grateful for Johnny Gargano. And I will give him credit because I shit on him a lot lately. But he helped me understand this match concept (laughs) because when William Regal announced it uh, in his little segment he did, it was so confusing. Um, But then Johnny went into his office and broke it down perfectly. It's like, so 12 people compete in a battle royal next week. The final six people of that go into a match, a gauntlet match on night one of TakeOver. So stand. And then on Deliver, the winner of that gauntlet match goes one-on-one with Johnny Gargano. Cool. They really should have just said it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Battle Royal is also finishing. Yeah, so what happens <laughs> to the winner of the Battle, battle Royal? Royal the, that, the, the final six go into the Battle or are in the, the gauntlet match, but the Battle Royal continues. And as they eliminate each other, that's the no. orders for the gauntlet. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Again, it it's all makes whole, sense. It actually, it's a, it's a great little concept. I'll give them credit for that. They didn't explain it very well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Walter and Drake Maverick was was fun. If you're into that, poor kind Drake, of thing. poor Drake, oh. <laughs> poor, poor Drake. He's only small. Walter beat that boy something fierce. Yeah. yeah. Um, what jumped out about NXT this week to anyone? Um, Bronson Reed. I, I'm, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I finally get LA Knight that's a good thing though he's the, the rock um, do you know what I, I and th- th- it's weird though because watching this is kind of I weirdly thought back to last week and my rant about Thunder Rosa and LA Knight is just so comfortable and confident in himself that's what I think Thunder Rosa is possibly missing just that self-confidence and the ability to be able to kind of carry herself like LA Knight does just the sheer absolute confidence in her ability so mm. I kind I I get what LA Knight is doing now. He'll never have a five star technical classic match, but he's the personality that you know will entertain you on the mic. Bronson Reed as the Colossus makes no sense to me because LA Knight was taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, LA Knight will be on Raw within the next two months. Yeah, he's he's destined. Yeah. Yet again, though, we said the same thing about EC3 and. Oh. What happened there? So yeah, we'll see how that goes. He had a match last night, Ring of Honor. There was a pay per view last night. I didn't know about it until this morning. Anniversary show. Anniversary, yeah, yeah. Weird. That so happened. Ring of Honor was set up the weekend, and uh, WCW died. There you go. Anyway, um, other things came out of NXT. They have uh, Jordan Devlin and um, Santos Escobar is going to be a ladder match now. After Shawn that, Michaels came out and just threw a ladder in the ring. That was a great, great segment. Yeah. Um, that was a good match as well, Devlin and Kushida. And yeah. surprisingly, I liked the finish. 
It had the it had the distraction. It had the a terrible ref distraction though. God, they're fucking terrible at that in NXT. Um, <laughs> here, look away, look away while I get up. And, no, no, just just stop doing that. Hey, Mo, um, look over there. What? <laughs> what am I looking at? What? <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He won with the weird kind of European backflip. What's it called? There's something. There's a name on it. Saber Junior does it as well. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can never think of the name of it. I feel like probably... these days I don't remember the names of wrestling moves anymore. Just they're gone from my head. <laughs> uh, he won. It was good. Um, what else happened? The women's match. Zoe Stark is a fucking star. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is arguably better than ninety percent of the women in NXT. Ooh. The one thing, it, the weird thing about NXT's women's division, right? It's been hoarded and heralded as the best women's division in the world. I would agree with that. Yep. It, but I think it it has quality or quantity over quality, though. You know, the sheer amount of women there is is what makes it exceptional. And there are kind of the top talent in NXT is kind of smaller than what you'd kind of imagine if you're talking about the top women's talent. Problem but, with that is all their top talent ends up getting moved to coach or SmackDown. So yeah, yeah. they have to um, rebuild. So it just takes a while. I'm not sure how they're going to sell the match to me though. Eoshry and Giant Gonzalez. Jan Gonzalez is legitimately two foot taller than her. She, well, she's going to kill her. She's going to win the title. It, it, if if it, if they want me to believe what I'm watching, then she should dominate and win it relatively quickly. Got to chop her down with kicks. Moonsaults. I'm afraid I, that they might actually have Io win this match. They said this is the main event of the first night, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not going to be short. True. It's, a, it's an NXT TakeOver main event. Yeah. It will be a decisive victory, though, I think. I think it'll for be. For who? For Giant Gonzalez. And EO will go up. Yeah. She, there's nothing more you can do with Io Shirai down there. It's time to go. She's got to move on. You do with her on the main roster. Badly. Yeah. It's just the visual of her standing face-to-face with Giant Gonzalez or face-to-chest with Giant <laughs> Gonzalez. It, it's just... The element of believability, it's its like I'm, I can only dis- spend my disbelief for so much, for so long, that I know uh, is class, but, you know, don't ask me to believe something that's completely implausible. Nah, look, Giant, uh, Randra the Giant existed, you know, we, we, they'll find, and Giant Gonzalez existed, except he was <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be fun. Um, carrying Cross defeated only Lorcan and then you had the promo with Balor afterwards this is all people hate it what is this Finn Balor people- cannot deliver a good promo sir oh cancel him in the chat please thank you <laughs> cancels two weeks in a row you're getting cancelled super cancelled if you'd like um, why was why would why am I getting cancelled that was a terrible promo because I, I just I agree with you <laughs> I, I thought I, I really enjoyed it yeah. well, I'm going to throw you into the deep end and I'm oh. going to drown you yeah what? drown you Take you into deep waters. It was just terrible. He's uh, angry, Finn. Like I wouldn't mind. Actually, I I enjoyed his promo up to that point because he's you know he wasn't shouting into the mic out of Charlotte Flair, which he normally (laughs) does. But it's just like, who wrote this for you? Like clearly, this was written for you, and you didn't think that you know maybe I'll reword this into something that I might actually say in real life. But no, I'm going to drag you into the deep end, and you're going to drown. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. That's grand. It's terrible main roster fucking script writers. <laughs> Cancel them. 
Oh um, man, you didn't get cancelled in the chat to be fair, so you survived the cancellation. I enjoyed it. I, I'm just enjoying everything Balor is doing at the moment, and I can't wait for this match. I'm assuming no. Cross takes the title, but um, I don't know. I think Cross goes up. Ooh. And if you're going to leave Finn down there, he should win. Or if you're taking the belt off Finn and putting it yeah. on Cross, then Finn has to come back up, and I don't think he wants to, or I don't think they will. They could do with him. Badly. Good. Well, they could always do with him, but again, they're just going to fucking ruin him again. They're just gonna he won't be able to have the matches he's having in NXT up there, like yeah, yeah, true. Unless maybe Raw, they're letting people fly off the handle a little bit on Raw these days, but it's mainly big man matches they do that in. But he's going to be smiling, fucking Fergal again. Like it's going to be so funny. He loses a massive heel in uh, NXT on Tuesday night, and then he'd be on Raw on Monday night, smiling and happy again. Yeah. Do you know it'll be the weirdest little thing like that. He won't be the prince anymore. He'll be the multicolored T-shirt guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe the demon has to take the fiend out. Maybe that's what they do. Oh, man. Good times. That was a good show. I was more entertained by NXT this week than I was last week, so that's always a good thing. Yeah. And I love the... I really enjoyed the promo between... The, the, the contract signing between... Um, yes. Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly at the end. That was Man. Yeah. No? Kyle kind of rambled a little bit, but he did uh, a bit. Adam Cole was very, very good in it. Yeah, it's good times, and I I like the the thing they did on social media during the week. The where Cole attacked him at his gym. We came in and kind of double legged him on the mats. It's cool. Even if Regal messed up the tweet the first time round, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got it out there in the end. Oh, um, the worst thing on NXT this week though was Mercedes Martinez been dragged back into that storyline with uh, Robert Stone. Yeah. Oh, they are doing that woman dirty. Better than Retribution though. At least she yeah. dodged that one. Speaking of, Retribution Arguably. are basically done now. Yeah, what, possibly. What happened? Did they talk about this on Raw? I don't remember. don't think so, actually. So they broke up on the pre-show of Fastlane. <laughs> and nothing's been said since that I'm aware of. I can't remember them saying anything about it. No, I breeze watched um, Raw this weekend. I didn't see anything uh, yeah, about it at all. I remember Unless, mentioning anyone it in the chat, can you kind of remember anything about this on Raw? I just don't think they said anything. I think they're just done. And that's it. Yeah. I know that um, Mustafa Ali has uh, an injury, but he said himself that that's not going to keep him off the off the road or off the off the workload. So I don't think there is anything involved with that. But who was it that walked off? Slapjack and Reckoning they walked all, away. They all walked off, yeah. and the, the other two, um, Dio Madden and Dijak, yeah, double choke slammed him. Mm. So I'm okay with that if they keep those two as a tag team. That would be fucking great. But, yeah. you know, have them rebranded to their own characters a la Dijak and Dio. That would be very, very good. Yeah, Dijak and Dio. I could I'm, I'm okay with that. I just I just want Dijak to be Dijak again. That man is fucking class. Yeah. Yeah. And even Slapjack, you know, <laughs> terrible fucking name. I laugh every time I say it. But he is the new Dolph Ziggler in my mind because he's just an absolute workhorse and he can sell for anybody. And then you've got Reckoning, who's fucking uh, Leo, or Leo, Mia Yim, who's just great as well. So you've got all these individual characters who are fantastic in their own right, who have been butchered and bastardized into this faction, which had the potential to be great. Yeah. But it booked them into fucking oblivion again and made it the worst thing they could possibly do. <laughs> and I just, I, I, is how are they going to salvage it other than just, you know, Oh, wipe it from our memories. Do the men in black scenario. Wipe it. Boom. Push the button. And exactly. that is back to what, what we need to see. 
Yeah, there you go. It's what's going to happen. Definitely. It's like you can get back to that, but basically the way the story went without having to do a reset, it's it's natural with the story now because they've left they've left retribution. They realized that it was all bollocks. What Mustafa Ali was saying, so now they go back to what they were. True, maybe yeah. Book it for us, Nick. Book it for us. I just did. Have it. <laughs> Cut a promo, basically saying what I just said. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that. <laughs> Five lines of dialogue can fix so many things at WWE. Ah, <laughs> uh, time for this. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? <laughs> AEW 757, NXT 678. Oh, we never mentioned that actually the, the Walter Champa segment on NXT. Mm. Old that man was Champa. very good. Mm. Old man Champa. God bless him, he needs a haircut. <laughs> Shave your head. God. <laughs> you should go but see Ryan um, right Satin's barber. He loves wrestling. Yeah, he loves him. A huge wrestling fan. Probably never heard of Champa though. Not big no. enough in the music scene. What's an NXT? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he ripped Champa's necklace off, which I think Rian says here is Champa's daughter's name on it and said, is that important? That was good. And then the chop to end all chops. Oh, mamma mia. God, it's great to have Walter back. Yeah. I wonder what's after take... media when he goes back over because he's not living in the States. Ooh. But that's, they could be an absolute reversal here. They actually might just change the belt for the crack. You know, 720 odd days he's at the, had that title at the minute. Mm. Why not? No one I would see, see anyone else. I can't see anyone. I don't know who could take that up. There's no one in the mm. UK that probably could because he's ran through everybody. And if he's going to stay in the UK, then, you know, how would you book that unless he keeps the belt for another 720 days? It has to be done in the US from what I can see because there's nothing going on in the UK. You could yeah. have Pete Dunne win it again and use it on NXT, but... It'd be different. It'd be cool to see someone like Champa winning the UK title. That'd be fun. Then he goes just something different. Goes over for a while. Lots of the mm. UK guys get to work with him. And exactly, yeah. be something yep. different for Champa because God knows we we've said it enough ourselves here. The likes of Champa and Gargano, they've done pretty much everything you can do in NXT. So unless you're bringing them up onto Raw or SmackDown, which they don't really want to do, this is a good way to get him off NXT. Have him do something fresh and new. Help the UK brand as well. If you can do it and he's willing to do it, it's a no-brainer. I'd love to see one more DIY run. That's mm. about it. Yeah, and I know this isn't needed for Champa, but it, like sending people over to the UK works as well, just to get them a bit of a an experience boost. Not the, like Rhea Ripley when she went over to the difference when when she went over to the UK and came back from NXT UK night and day. So it's, yep. it's it's something they have that they could really need to utilize more. Obviously, right now it's a bit more difficult. But you know. true. Um, current score then is AEW sixty five to NXT at thirteen. Um, NXT was up 81,000 this week, which was good to see. Um, so our score then is <clears throat> AW46, NXT 31. Where are we going? I'm gonna be awkward this week. I'm gonna go for a tie. Oh, <laughs> can't do that. You gotta get off the fence. No, I like having splinters in my butthole. Mm. I genuinely enjoyed both shows this week. Mm. Um, Okay, so, have a, I'll have a think. I'll see if there's any one defining moment that would sway me either way, but my vote is up for grabs right now. I'm going to go for NXT. I thought AEW had better match quality this week, but I think just NXT had a lot more storyline progression, a lot more like face-offs, kind of better moments. 
Uh, so I think I just enjoyed it overall. Uh, Gordo, uh, to put in Gordo's point, Gordo also voted for NXT. Mm. Uh, he said the last 40 minutes-ish of AEW was great, but the rest of the show he found himself going, eh, a lot of it, and he liked NXT overall. I'd probably just go NXT as well for all the storyline stuff. And um, I'm a whore for Walter. So if Walter's there, I'm going for it. I thought it was tough between the two this week, but I, I just, just NXT, I'd say. Just. Yeah, like the, I even trying to look back and see if there's anything bad that would really deter me from either shows. And there wasn't anything bad on either show either. No. Um, like the only bad thing really was, you know, Mercedes Martinez getting dragged into that storyline. But that's even clutching to find something that was bad. And like even though she's not really with the team, she's just, you know, basically a mercenary to try and get, a, to get yeah, some money. Yeah, they could make it, they could make something good out of it and, you know, have her be that person. Um, but no, there was nothing bad on either show. Like genuinely, it was a, it was a good week for the the Wednesday Night Wars and possibly one of the last nights of it. Mm. Um, but I probably, I, you know what, I, I'll, I'll weigh in behind NXT just for the, the Adam Cole finale and the Shawn Michaels segment where he put the ladder into the ring. I, I popped for that. Yeah, it was cool. I'll go for those two. Cool. Full house for NXT. It's been a while. For a long while. Mm. There we go. NXT is a bit of a resurgence because they're pushing towards a pay-per-view. So let's see how that holds up after the pay-per-view. But AEW uh, 46, NXT 32. And like that isn't a bad knock on AEW. It was good as well this week. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just preferred NXT. It is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already done the main roster. We're going straight into best match, worst match. My God. Best match, worst match. Well, the worst match is very, very, very easy to, to call this week. Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose. God, yeah. Let me have a look against Nia Jax with Reginald, because Reginald was the star of that match for all the wrong reasons. And poor Shayna Baszler. Dear God, she is suffering massively with that storyline right now. Yeah, she needs to get out of that very badly. I, I mean, I know, I know she's a champ and all, but like it's not worth it. I could also go Peyton Royce and Asuka because the first half of that match was fucking terrible. It, it took so- a while to get going, but they, yeah. she did, I, I was actually overly impressed by the end of it. With, with what about the Royce. attempted murder? Oh, God. That what wasn't was great. Doing? What was she trying to do? Was <laughs> that like a swinging neckbreaker to the ground or what? Well, as someone who put it on Twitter, as lucky Asuka didn't let go. That was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm going to give it to Braun Strowman defeating Elias because of the choo-choo noises. That would be my worst match. <laughs> I, I'll weigh in mind, actually. I think I'll weigh in mind with that one. Yeah, that, that was... I still I mean, like the choo choo noises. That whole Braun, Braun-Shane feud is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, I hate this whole philosophy that they're using of, oh, w- this person isn't on the card. We need to find something for them. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you searching to find something for them, they really shouldn't be on the card. Throw a battle royal in. It'll be so much more fun if there's a there battle royal. There will be. Yeah. Fucking Andre Battle Royal will be there for yeah. the likes of Drew Gulak and all the other boys down in Canada. Whatever you call it. Yes. Best match. Main event of AW, I'd say. Probably I go with that too, yeah. That was really fun. Both main events. Devlin and Kushida. Mm. Yeah. That springboard moonsault to the outside Devlin did was great. Um, But Johnny Hungy, just for keeping on when he was injured, I think I'll have to give him a little bit of props for that. 
Uh, Kofi and AJ Styles was very good, I thought as well. Except well, for the, the finish was a bit blotchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the crack on the fa- with Fastlane? What was the finish? Was it a big E and a pop? <laughs> what happened? What the Biggie was pinned. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened, and they they just <laughs> forgot about it. That didn't happen. No. Yeah, oh, it, did, it was one. Of, you know, it was one of those things. We're supposed to be adjusting momentum, and they got the pin, but they they mm-hmm. messed it up. It didn't work ah, okay. well. And then classic WWE style. Before a match on SmackDown, which featured Big E and um, Private Party te- NXT, or SmackDown form, they wow. <laughs> it is that's exactly who they are. God bless. Um, they announced that Big E would be defending his Intercontinental Championship against Apollo on uh, night two of WrestleMania. And then proceeded to have the match where Apollo pinned Big E. Why not just have the match where Apollo pinned Big E and use that as the catalyst to justify the match? Logic. Yeah. They've done that so many times lately. It's like they're so eager to announce these matches in advance that, you know, wait, let the storyline develop first and use the storyline to announce the match. Not well, the other way you, around. You do that sometimes. You're under risk of going into SmackDown two days before a paper, three days before a two days before a pay per view with like two matches on the card, which they've done before as well. Don't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> There's a middle ground that they're missing here. <laughs> yeah, it's called future booking. <laughs> oh, when was the last time they sat around the pool and you know booked White the card on the back of a cigarette packet so we can do the hairdryer? I too want to wrap it up. I'm wrecked. So we're going to go um, best segment, worst segment. Uh, it's not a segment. I want to make the choo-choo noise. I want to rag on the choo-choo noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the best segment has to be the the finish of NXT with Adam yeah. Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, absolutely. So I say so, yeah. Worst segment. Worst segment. Do, 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 do. Wasn't anything overly bad. I don't remember. I'm trying to look through Raw here. <laughs> it's normally <laughs> Raw. Um, fuck! I can't remember anything. I seem to remember something when I was watching stuff during the week. I was like, "That'll be what I'll be in for the worst segment." But I can't remember what it was now. Although I did like for best segment as well, Edge walking into Roman's uh, dressing room. That whole thing was good too. Yeah, that's confusing me a little bit. That whole storyline of who's face, who's heel, who's tweening, who's what. Well, Edge is tweening, Roman is heel, and Daniel Bryan's face. Yeah. Edge is just all over the shop. He is. He's going to. He's possibly going to run the risk of making Roman face though. By the time the fans come in, yeah, I, I think maybe they're trying to get more booze. They want because they they know that people are going to cheer Roman at Mania. This is so weird that the heel Roman. They're not going to get the heat reaction. <laughs> heel Roman. It's gone completely one eighty. Um, Where's segment? I I can't think of one off the top of my head. Genuinely. So. All right. Was Luther on TV this week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of anything. Yeah, fuck it. I can't think of anything. We're going to call it a good week then because we can't think of a single thing. Oh, wait, no. We need to hook our boy Deliverance up. He needs us to keep going because he doesn't want to listen to this side here, Dyer. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. So we're going to review the uh, Peacock's list of top 50 influential women's wrestlers in the modern era. <laughs> And if you want to find out when we'll be doing that, you can find <laughs> us on iTunes, Give podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all of your favorite podcast apps. Um, give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know. Tell a friend. Do things like that. Write a letter. 
buy a bicycle. I don't know. Telegrams, um, are they still telegrams. a thing? Yeah. yeah. Tweet stuff. Um, go on to Bebo and MySpace yeah. and tell all your friends about that. Oh, everyone um, in your top 16. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Share the love. You got to do it. Um, so we're also available on Wrestling Soup Network uh, with a pile of other shows. So check us out there and check out uh, Wrestling Soup, as we always mention. Check out Break the, Break the Apocalypse as well. Um, I try and do this now. www.canvas theory. Use code AWP. Boo. <laughs> Use kid, code AWP <laughs> off your entire order. Uh, shipping to the US now and coming soon to Europe, apparently. Um, one of these years. You know, one Sorry. of these years. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Two Bit Wrestling. Uh, we're on YouTube, the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, and get us on Twitch, Alleged Wrestling Podcast, where we were streaming later. I would say some Metal Gear Solid, perhaps, because it seems to be what the draw is. And I mean, if I get to drink and play Metal Gear Solid on Twitter or on Twitch, maybe you know, breaking send. news. Oh. Um, friend of the show, Road Dog, has been hospitalized after suffering a heart attack. Oh, oh fuck. Get well soon, please, God. Oh, God. We shit on you a lot, but uh, we wouldn't wish that on anyone. Jesus, that's not good. Now, this so was Ringside I'm News much. reported, so um, hopefully yeah. it's not trolling of any sorts. Uh, yeah. Um, that's not good, but I will possibly i'll see i don't think there's anything else i really want to play i just wouldn't mind playing metal gear solid the ps1 version later i'll see i might do that might do a different game i don't know see what happens anyway say good night oh sleepy time good night Any- Any-